With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, welcome back to week 11 of Landlocks. I'm your host, Ted Flint. We are sponsored you by, brought to you by Wild Rose Casino out of Clinton, Jefferson, and Emmitsburg and Sportsbook. They have Bet Rivers and Circa and DraftKings. They are our main hosts. As also, we also have my uh, Cody Rhodes being our head uh, sponsor. I think it's Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. You can find us on all Cyclone Fanatic Podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Union Podcasting app. We were here. We were back. I won last week. I have a winning record now. I feel like the first time in 10 weeks, I have a winning record. I'm on cloud nine. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I should have more than a winning record. I should have, I should have went four and one last week. We put the cash drops in on Thursday morning. I did not realize there was going to be like just high winds throughout the Midwest. And I was at Illinois under the over did not hit. And that's a sad day for me. So I'm joined by Jake Voss. Sean Tez is on sabbatical tonight. He has other things going on, but our boy, the trendsetter, Alex Gukin is here to join us. So how's it going guys? Uh, it's going, I'm going to, I'm going to do better picks this week. I think I don't, I keep saying that (laughs) I, I continue. It's, it's funny because I continue to have, at least mediocre like i don't have a lot of bad weeks but i somehow managed to put bad picks out there whether it's six like i did last week or th- i think three the week before that so um i'm gonna i'm gonna figure out how to get a winning week here pretty soon we'll we'll start the uphill climb Feel like you had a win week a few weeks ago didn't you uh, i think i yeah i think i had i've had like one <laughs> <laughs> it all went bad like i think last week like just gamblers like national pundits across the week like, like yeah, the last it, few it weeks sounded like pe- people in general um there's been some pretty rough weeks for everybody uh in call in college uh college football so yeah and like i said the illinois under didn't hit and i'm grumpy about it because i'm pretty sure they if i remember they had a chance to come back and score there at the end they didn't they got I'm going to say they got screwed by the refs. I have zero memory of that. So let's just going to say it happened. So I don't know. I was cold and <laughs> trying to stay out of the rain. So well, I can't watch the game this week. I have to put on a random Harry Potter movie because I put on a Harry Potter movie and the Iowa State scored three touchdowns. So, oh, you were the reason that the fourth quarter happened. Nice. I like it. Literally, like my sons are like, let's watch Harry Potter. This Harry Potter movie. We mean to watch it. I'm like, all right, I'll shut it off. I was so grumpy. Like they're literally like, they seem to be grumpy about Iowa State. 
and then they score three touchdowns. And like, I don't, I don't even have my sons this weekend, but I imagine it's just put like the first Harry Potter movie on and like go out <laughs> one day. All right. So like you said, Ted, uh, you did have a, a winning week. You went three and two. I don't, I don't get the dumb and dumber drop. I did. I got a win week. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> I deserve a drop. Uh, you guys get the bagpipes, not me. You know, you know, just, yeah. You I deserve this. be any dumber. You go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> See, no. Ted, yell- Ted yells at me, but he drops that on me because I wasn't thinking about it. And we have like 15 things to pick from over here. All right. They- so Ted-, Ted went three and two with Oregon State, Washington, under 54 and a half. Army Air Force, under 40 and a half. Tennessee, plus seven and a half. Michigan State, Illinois, over 40 and a half. Texas, Kansas State, over 54 and a half. The rest of us, however, uh, at least did not have winning weeks. Uh, Tez, bring the bagpipes in because we just have to at this point. Unless we're all winning, unless unless we're winning, I, I'm playing them. Uh, Tez goes two and two with Memphis money line, West Virginia, Iowa State under fifty, Ohio State first quarter minus nine and a half. I think I lost four bets on that game, and Nebraska plus sixteen. I threw six picks out to try and switch it up, and I managed to go two and four because it's what I do. Purdue minus three and a half, Maryland plus five, Baylor plus three and a half, Okie State money line, West Virginia, Iowa State under 50, Tennessee plus seven and a half. Chris Williams has a mediocre week at two and two, Wake Forest minus four, Tulane minus seven, Boise State minus eight, and UTSA money line. So, it's uh, it was an all around. I mean, Ted, you had a you you did a good job picking, but I, I don't know how the rest of your point. weekend went. But actually, went really well. That the uh, the wind aided parlay. That like I, like this is what makes it. This is what like makes betting worthwhile. It's not winning and losing, but like I put out there on Saturday morning, a uh, this parlay is all about the wind, and it was Iowa, uh, Iowa State. I believe Northwestern Wisconsin Is that who Wisconsin played. It was Wisconsin was in there and Nebraska, Minnesota. Who did Wisconsin play last week? It's a good question. Just all right. Anyways, Wisconsin played somebody last week. The under hit <laughs> the Northwestern. The it was Nebraska. a beautiful, a beautiful, gross, windy Midwest parlay. That's and uh, that's thing. I almost put Ohio State Northwestern in there and I, uh, I didn't cause I chickened out. So I was worried about the Ohio state, but anyway, I put it out there in the uh, out in the uh, Twitter at Tefla Kansas or Landlocks, and like I got four different DMs from people saying that they followed it and they made a good chunk of money. And the only game that came close was the Iowa West Virginia game, which got a little spicy there at the end, you know. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. You're pretty good at that. You're uh, you're now uh, to mention something good again. You're now seven and three on your sicko under. Sickos are under a six are, game streak. Those are on a heater. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's disgustingly <laughs> impressive. I'll say that was last week the UMass UConn was that one yes. two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's what Friday that night. Friday night on CBS Sports UConn UMass. Only only the brave watch that. Um. And and while we're here, we can get get done with what we did last week. The flyover, we all went under. We all hit that. So, 
Yeah, we ride together, we die together, buddy. Bad okay. boys for life. Except I forgot to bet it. Oh no! Yeah, I, could, I completely <laughs> forgot to bet it. it you could have hit it like four times. Good time. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right. It's now like we're at all that Twitter meme where we're 40 minutes in and we haven't talked about football games at all. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on to Thursday night. If Stanzi gets us out on Thursday, which if it's not on Thursday, it's his fault, just so we're clear. Yeah, we're just, be- just tweet it, Jared. It's not our fault. Yeah, um, if you're betting these games because they're there. So Tulsa goes to Memphis, they're a six and a half point underdog, over under is 61 and a half. Give me Tulsa. I I don't really have a feel on this. I think I would go under if I was going to do anything, but I, I I don't have a big lean on anything. The over is getting the money. Gooking, tell me why I shouldn't go under. Well, I will tell you, the over is hit in nine of the last 11 between these guys. And then Memphis is also – they're going over pretty much every game. Nine of their last 10. 61 and a half though. I mean, that's tough. I don't like this game at all. Honestly, I that feel bad starting off with like a no bet, but I don't even, I mean, Tulsa money line would kind of be fun, but at the same time, I just don't even, I don't even think I'm going to touch it at all. It's there's just too many variables Friday or Thursday night game. I, I don't like it. Somebody's gonna have to come up with something that to act make like you're this, not. Otherwise, I'm not going to. We're betting the over. He just told you I were betting the over. Sure. <laughs> just blind bet it. I'll watch NFL. Yeah, I, I mean, it's got two good trends on it, and you know that I am apparently the trend master. So, yeah, I yeah, say yeah. we. I say we bet over. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're actually gonna parlay with the next game. The next game is Louisiana Lafayette. They're home favorites against Georgia Southern, three and a half points, over under 61 and a half. We're taking the under in this game, which is weird. Yeah. They both have the exact same total, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you're not going to bet this game. What the hell is, what the hell is the NFL game have tomorrow night? That's so exciting. I didn't say it was exciting. Yeah. It's a Thursday night NFL game. Uh, <laughs> Louis, Louisiana Lafayette, they're uh, 17 and three on the under in their last 20 home games. And honestly, this is one that's, th- these aren't very good rushing offense. Really, they're not like great offenses in general. I know that Georgia Southern's got a good passing offense, but um, their rushing defense is horrible. And while Louisiana's not really a great rushing offense, they're they're going to run the ball. Seems like an easy sleeper uh thursday night game where the the points just don't get on the board so take the under did you see where uh conference usa is now moving to weekdays in october next year i'm excited about that like tuesdays yeah it said weekdays in october next year so Sign we could always use more Tuesday night football. That's I like sure. how I bring that up when those teams are fun belt teams and I'm a bad host, but whatever. More football during the week. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. All right. Friday night, East Carolina goes to Cincinnati. He's a five and a half point underdog over under 52. I really want to bet the pirates. I have no reason, nothing to back this up. It just Cincinnati hasn't been as good as they have been years past. 
Yeah, I think there's an interesting thing there. I, I keep looking at these games and wondering if um, Cincinnati, given their last couple years um, and everything, kind of is, is inflated. Um, I, I don't know. I don't exactly know how to treat them at this point. I mean, they're, they haven't covered. They're 2-7 and seven ATS on the season. Um, haven't covered any of their last five. Neither of the neither of these teams have a real good lean uh, total wise, but I mean ECU has just kind of been covering, so um, that I think that might be the direction to go. I don't know. What do you do you have anything, Gookin? Yeah, I I mean the the trend here is Cincinnati's won five straight against the spread in this game, but I do think I like East Carolina a little better in this. I think they're I mean they're playing more consistent football. I think. Uh, Cincinnati's been fine, but like not very inspiring. So um, I, I don't love the bet, but five points. I don't know. I think I'd, I think this will be a close game in general. So five points. Assume it it finishes close. I'd, I'd probably take East Carolina. Yeah, I think looking at the numbers, that's I do like that. So, speaking of gross Friday night games that you're probably going to bet because it's on the TV or uh, bar, Colorado goes USC as a 34-point underdog. Over-under is 66. I'm pretty sure that over-under has gone up. I hate gross. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't, don't touch this game. Unless you think unless you just hate Colorado because they're garbage and you think UCS, USC covers this real quick. That's, that's the hard part is like uh, – Colorado's bad, but is USC going to 40-point them or put up 60 by themselves? I mean, that's kind of what you're looking at either way, right? Is is USC damn near going to cover by themselves or not? I'd be interested. I haven't looked it up yet. I wonder because USC's defense isn't great. Maybe taking the Colorado over? Yeah, I mean, bo- both of these teams are 6-3 and three on the season on the over. Um, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say six and three, and I'm like, no, Colorado. No, no, no. Six, six and three against <laughs> the over. Uh, Colorado isn't covering. USC kind of, kind of 50 50 on covering. So I. Th- well, in Colorado's uh, six, six of their last seven games, they've hit the over on the road. So if you think that USC, if you're not that confident in USC's defense, Colorado, for some reason, scores a little bit more on the road, you might as well take the over, but. It's Colorado. Every time I've ever placed a bet, it's been against Colorado. And now, like trusting them to score a few more points, I don't know. I I don't I don't like that bet. That's why I think if I'm playing it, I'm going to play USC and lay the points. I don't because I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to depend on Colorado uh, scoring, and I don't really want to bet the under because USC might just put sixty plus up themselves somehow too. So. I mean, we are you going to doubt Lincoln Riley at this point? Like, that's the thing is there. I know, like, part of me is like USC can't be as good as everybody says they are. But then you're kind of doubting Lincoln Riley. And when when has he ever really failed you? You know? Yeah. So I'd rather go USC on that, too, than uh, the total. I feel like you find thousands of Oklahoma fans that might uh, argue against you. Well, really not, not well. you. Just saying. Um so here's a game I will be betting on Friday night. Fresno State, UNLV. Fresno State is a nine and a half point favorite on the road over under 16 and a half. I'm betting UNLV to cover. 
Oh, you poor soul. I'm, I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. I don't think I can lay money on UNLV just based on actually, and I, I know it's probably completely removed, but the team that I watched in in person in Vegas, like that one time of seeing UNLV be that bad, I. I, I but I they've been good actually, this year, right? Are they good? They've been better. Or are they just not? Uh, they've won some. Game, they've won some games. Yes, sir. I, I I haven't paid that much attention to them, to be honest with you. Yeah the the trends here like the over uh, in this matchup they've gone uh, over the point total in five of the last seven, um, and they've both gone over in four of their last five games. I don't know. I. I don't like nine and a half to 60, 60 points is a high over under. Like, I'm sorry for afraid. I know. I know. But I don't know. I almost, I almost would rather bet like a Fresno state uh, first quarter or, or a first half. What is the first quarter or first half bet? Cause I don't like UNLV as much first as first half. I see five and a half to six and a half somewhere okay. in there. Okay. I would probably rather put money on first Fresno quarter, State. I see firm. three. Yeah, it's uh, Fresno State's minus six first half. Three might the first quarter minus three might be under twenty nine yeah. is plus one hundred on DraftKings. That might be what I want to do. Friday night sleepy start. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't have a great feel on the game. Nine and a half is not a great number. I'd, I'd probably rather do a first quarter first first half bet against UNLV just because I'm not I'm not sold on them. All right, let's move on to Saturday morning. Well, my thing froze up here. Give me a second. All right, Saturday morning. Stop being mean. All right, Oklahoma West Virginia. Oklahoma was a seven and a half point favorite. Over under 67. But I hate everything about this game. Maybe the over? Just blind bet the over? I think I think I would take West Virginia at home over at over a touchdown. I, I don't I don't know that I love anything about it, but they've been and I haven't studied the splits a lot, but they're home and away splits at least how they play are are kind of wild i don't know if it helps the know. results a lot but i feel like this is a you maybe do take the over just because these these aren't like great teams as we know right now but i think oklahoma's trending up west virginia's defense is bad I think West Virginia will will try to hang around and score some points. I'd rather take the over than, you know, play the 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 um, spread here. Um, maybe I'd go Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's trending up a little bit more, but I, I'd rather I think I'd rather play the over in this one and just hope for uh, a lot of points because I think these are teams that are kind of set up for that, honestly. Yeah, West Virginia. I think I do kind of like that. Looking at the numbers, I mean, they're four. West Virginia is four and zero at home on the over. And if you look at their games, like they go on the road, can't do anything. Play at home, yeah. put up thirty plus, like every game. It's it's really odd, and I don't get it. But yeah, I guess maybe I I don't fully trust them to cover. I mean, if they're putting up thirty plus, I think they might 
keep it close enough to cover that. But yeah, the over is probably a fair, a fair play that Oklahoma team get a forty to thirty type of game going. It's a big number though. Well, and Oklahoma plays well on the road, and so if you're if you're thinking West Virginia plays better at home, Oklahoma plays pretty well on the road. I just think it's points, and it's not necessarily. I don't think it's going to be a defensive slugfest. That's for sure. So yeah, the, the West Virginia playing better at home means they actually score points at home, and exactly. that's why they're they go over at home. So that, yeah, I exactly. think that's probably that's probably a pretty good pr- pretty good lean on where that'll go. Is that a sh- head shake from you, Ted? No, I was looking to see what the uh, flyover was for the game they picked, okay. and I'm which annoyed. They pick? Uh, they pick Wake, which annoys me because me. Doesn't mean when my cash drops anyway, so I'm pissed off. Um, so I can't double bet it because that doesn't work. All right, moving on. Purdue versus Illinois. Purdue who let us all down last week, and Illinois who also let me down for not covering it over. Uh, Purdue's a six and a half point underdog over on a four four and a half. All right, so I'm picking Illinois. Just because I'm a, I'm a prick. I don't want Iowa in the Big West Championship. So, uh, the Big Ten West Championship. So, give me Illinois. Give me the points. Let's go. I don't know. I'm. This game's bad. I, I thought Purdue would be able to still put up some points last week, even given the weather. Against, uh, I mean, against that Iowa defense, Illinois' defense has proven to be pretty damn good themselves. They just couldn't score last week, I guess. I, I'm scared to do a lot of. I don't love anything on this. Google, I don't, I don't like the any? under. I don't like the under either. Yeah, I mean, I w- I would say under, but like Purdue also has a propensity to throw the ball around. So, well, that and. Uh, Purdue's like decent against the run. They're they're like top thirty or something in rushing yards defense. And I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like Illinois. They're a good rushing team too. If they have to go one dimensional, um, maybe it is going to be passing back and forth between Purdue and Illinois. And if it becomes Purdue scoring and Illinois chasing, it's just that's going to be a lot of points. The only thing. The only thing with that is if Illinois is able to shut them down, which they've got a, a really good passing defense. I mean, like one of the best in the nation. If they're able to shut Purdue down, it is going under. Like that that game will go under, and it will go under by a lot. But it, I don't know. It, that could go either way, too. 34 degrees, 14-mile-an-hour winds is the forecast at this point. Yeah, so it's going to be chilly. I, I'd play the under then. Honestly, forty-four and a half seems pretty low, and it is. But with that weather and the way that like Illinois is going to be able to shut that passing attack down, at least in some way, Illinois is not going to be scoring a ton of points. I I I'd take the under. Yeah, I think I I think that's where I'm going to land on that. We'll see we'll see later in the week. But I just that's the feel that I have on that game. So yeah, I didn't I mean, realize it was going to be that cold. Have you not watched? Have you not looked at the forecast for this weekend, sir? I mean, yeah, but I didn't. Like, <laughs> I, I, it was seventy-seven degrees today. Yeah, so. I understand that also. But the high on Friday it was, all, is it was also like thirty-five degrees in Northwest Iowa this afternoon. Yeah. Too. So the high for yeah. Friday is thirty-one. The high for Saturday is thirty. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Um. All right. Where, so where we at next, uh, Rutgers going to Michigan yeah. State. Rutgers is a nine and a half point underdog. Over under is forty. Under. Ooh wee. That's a, I hate it. I hate it as much as you do, but under. Boy, oh I think, boy, I don't what's know. The, what's the what's the what's the money? Yeah. I just don't. The I mean, so right now, the money is leaning over, um, but it's still you're sixty percent to ninety seven percent, sixty percent of bets. So like you're still getting majority that. I don't like leaning with the money always um, when when you're still getting a lot of the bet percentage. It doesn't mean nearly as right. much to me. I really like them if you get like maybe a 20 percent split or more, but you're going across the 50 percent. Like if you get a 40 to 60 split or something, it makes sense. Plus, I mean, we've got time, more money and stuff will come in and it'll probably even out and make more sense. But, man, I this game screams under to me. But it's two bad teams, and that always scares me. Yeah, I am, like, we have had so many, like, traditional Big Ten games that are, like, kind of gross offenses and decent defenses. And the thing is, these aren't good defenses, and they're not good offenses. And that makes for, like, really confusing football and sometimes that means like quick touchdowns so i am opposed to betting the total on this one just altogether i'm not going to but i think i like michigan state last week obviously shock uh, illinois um and they looked pretty darn good i would have Two weeks ago, I would have said, like, no way in heck am I going to be betting Michigan State just with all of, like, the Michigan controversy, the the uh, hallway thing. But uh, I don't know. Rutgers is really bad. Michigan State has been, like, decent at home. Nine and a half. I could see this be a 10-point Michigan State win. I could see it be a, a, a blowout win that's, like, still, like, 21 to three or something you know that's the that's the bad part about when you when when we're talking about two bad teams and you said it like this isn't two bad offenses and some decent defenses or a good defense and a decent defense where you can be like all right like they're just not going to score because the defenses are just going to slug it out and you're not going to end up with these big plays no you there's a very real possibility that you have a couple big plays that lead to touchdowns and points and then that really pushes pushes a total so I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if you told me this game ended up, you know, 24 to 10 and Michigan State covers, but I wouldn't be shocked if you told me it was 12 to 9 and there weren't any touchdowns scored either. So, exactly. Um, I mean, pick your poison, well, I suppose. I, I, think, <laughs> I think I would lean under in Rutgers covering, especially since it looks like it might be moving to 10. Um, that's probably the two ways I would lean. I don't know exactly where I'll end up on it. I'll probably have something on it, but under is under is where I really want to go and just hope for gross not scoring. Defensive scores scare me, and then that's just because I watched the Iowa Rutgers game and they had two of them. You know, because this game a oh, forty point over under it just takes one. Michigan one Michigan score. State's not Iowa though. Well, here's the thing: this Rutgers is, this is to how, Rutgers. This is a perfect like nutshell of how gross this 
these two matchups are. Rutgers has the 130th ranked interception percentage. So they throw a ton of interceptions. And Michigan State has the 130th ranked interception percentage defense. Like they are like polar opposites where it's like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for Michigan State to like capitalize on a horrible passing and interception offense. And it's like, oh, yeah, but Michigan State's absolutely horrible at that. So douche and a turd sandwich. Exactly. So, I mean, you just look down like the rankings of these two teams and it's like, yeah, there's like one advantage here, one advantage here, but they don't like match up to anything meaningful. So I stay away. I might lean Michigan State just on momentum alone, but momentum's never a good thing to to uh, use for betting. All right, so let's talk about the game of the week, the game of the century. I, I don't know if this is big noon kickoff. This is like this speech, big noon kickoff. <laughs> But like I feel like Fox is heading to Columbus for Indiana. Forty point underdogs. Over under fifty eight and a half. Give me the Hoosers. Too many damn points. Let's go. It's a lot of points. Let's go. That is a lot of points. I I hate it because there's so many points. Um, it just seems like one of those trap games. Honestly, like it's a Vegas trap trap game. Ohio State's at the point now where they are in the playoff as it stands, but they have to score some like uh, exciting points. All they got to do is Michigan. Goes, Michigan they're in. It's all they got. Well, do. but if but if they lose to Michigan, they could still be in. They, all all they have to do is win out, lose to Michigan, and they're second in the Big Ten East and uh, the fourth team in the playoff. But if you don't beat Indiana by forty points, then you're maybe the fifth team. So maybe you should bet on. I don't like Ohio State then. I, I I don't want to. Is the thing forty and forty and a half points is a lot. So I think I'm probably. I'm probably staying away from it. I don't love it. I think if I'm betting it, I'm gonna go over. Um, so to to be on to be honest with you, I think because I think Ohio State is gonna, especially after last week, they're gonna put up points. Uh, Indiana will put up a little, at least a little bit. Um, I, it's the same logic I used last week, but I could, <laughs> I could, and it didn't work out. Obviously, I lost three bets on the game, but I could see Ohio State pushing the total by themselves. So you get ten points. Out of Indiana, and you're there. So well, it's over. What do you well, think Indiana's I, record against the spread at Ohio State since 2011 is? How many times? Since six. Is it, okay. Is it what six their and record? It is six and zero. Oh. That's right. My team is on the court. Let's go Hoosers. <laughs> you know what? I am fine with that bet, Ted. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like clown you for it. I am gonna go with uh, Jake here, though. I think. I think the over is the play. Indiana. I think. Let's see here. They have. They are third nationally in passes per game, so they are going to be slinging it. Whether that's a good thing for them or not, I don't know. I just feel like this will be a high-paced game. Let's 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 bet on points here. Their last five matchups have all gone over 60, 67, 60 and a half, 64 and a half, 55. Those have um, all gone over. That's enough for me. I'll parlay Indiana plus 40 and over. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone knows that parlay is how you make money. Obviously. 
Um, uh, skipped over future Big 12. No, actually, SMU is not in the Big 12. Never mind. Nope. Moving on. They're not huge. Whoa, are we skipping that game? We'll talk yeah. about it later. Wild okay, card we better game. talk about it later. You know, we better, huh? All right. 230 kickoff. Iowa State goes Oklahoma State. They're a one-point favorite. You missed Over. Houston. Two o'clock. Temple right, which, Houston. It's one o'clock, but rewind it. It's two o'clock. Most action is lying to me. Action is lying to you. Oh, um, bastards. Uh, Temple goes to Houston. 20-point underdogs. Over-under is 57. Houston. Temple is garbage. Here is the only thing that, like, really interests me in this game, and it's that Temple is bad, but they are really bad in the second half, and that's probably getting railroaded by a lot of teams. But Houston also happens to be one of the best second-half teams in the nation. And so 20 points for the spread I'm not going to bet the game probably until halftime and I see what that spread is. If it is anywhere in the vicinity of 20 or less, I'm betting Houston uh, on that uh, spread. I think if it's if it's less than 20, let's say uh, Temple's kept it closer, uh, then absolutely take Houston. They will roll. They will they will cover that. Uh, that's really the only thing I see in this game that I like actually like. Um, otherwise, I don't know. It could be a gross game, um, and a, a gross game in both ways. Houston could run away with this one, or it could just be one of those late season. Let's get out of here with a win. So I'm going to see what happens at half and determine my betting from there. It's cute that you think you're going to be like paying attention to a game starts at one o'clock. And Washington. Hey, my wife's out of town this weekend on a work trip. I got nothing better to do but uh, ball hawk some of these games. I bet you come to to my hometown watch a play on Saturday night. Um, (laughs) That sounds like a blast. That's that's hurtful. I'll tell my boy that. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, can we move on to the 230s late now? Is it okay? Can we move on there now? I I vote you can. I would say it's a one point favorite. Over under is 48 and a half. They're playing Oklahoma State. I've already decided this. I'm going to do a Oklahoma State, Iowa hedge my mental health parlay. So that way when both those teams win and I'm in a bad place, at least I made money. This is so tough um, because I I don't think Spencer Sanders is playing. Um, And I think that the line kind of reflects that. Um, I don't think this line is what it is if Vegas thinks that there's a possibility that he plays and is decently healthy. Um, honestly, given that, I kind of want to just play the under, like if I'm looking at the game. Um, because I, I think it's it's pretty likely that if, if Spencer Sanders isn't playing, that Iowa State wins and covers. But if Spencer Sanders isn't playing and Iowa State doesn't flip a switch and score three touchdowns in a quarter again, this game is going to be some like 20 to 17 game or something. It's not going to be yeah. high scoring. So that I think the under is my play, no matter what, if I, if I'm looking at the game objectively, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything emotional with this one in terms of trying to bet the the spread because that I just hurt hurt my feelings if I'll do that. So <laughs> under is the play though, uh, for sure. Iowa State five straight games they've gone under. Four of the last five road games they've gone under, and Oklahoma State they're like they're still a top thirty scoring offense. And yet they scored zero points two weeks ago and 16 points last week. They are not the same without Spencer Sanders. And um, I think this is if Spencer Sanders is not playing, it is a perfect game for Iowa state because their run defense is one of the best in the nation. You make that Oklahoma state offense one dimensional with a backup quarterback. That is, that is just a gorgeous place to be. Take the under. I, I and I'm not. I'm not saying that is in. I think Iowa State wins the game. I'm saying that's a great spot to be for the under. I take the under if Spencer Sanders isn't playing. Otherwise, I don't know. Like it could be. It could be a weird game, but yeah, I definitely Spencer, take the under. Spencer Sanders isn't playing. John Heacock's going to have to see a doctor for an issue that he's had for longer than four hours. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> so am I, too. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> I flustered Ted, apparently. <laughs> We're not going to discuss what that sound was and why might I see a doctor. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Ted just knocked his table over. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or I propped it up. Anyways. uh <laughs> Nebraska has to <laughs> has Ann Arbor plays Michigan. That's a great game. Yeah, Nebraska is a thirty and a half point underdog. Over under is forty and a half. <laughs> under Michigan unders this year have been uh, our principal play at this point. So yeah, give me under forty eight and a half. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to find to bet on this game. It's not going to be betting on Nebraska. It might be the under. I mean, you've got two teams that on the year, three and six for Nebraska, two, six and one on the over for Michigan. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably your play. I guess Michigan beating the crap out of Nebraska and them doing a little bit might scare me some, but I don't know how much that really does scare me. Also, Michigan in the last uh, twenty-eight, last ten games is twenty-eight and a half point favorite. Has is three and seven. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't like anything. Honestly, I'm just I'm a, I, there's not a single bet that I like in that game. So I'm you know, you know what I kind of like, and maybe it's just Cody Rowe talking. A half a unit on Nebraska winning it on the it would be hilarious principle. Uh, I. Absolutely would, but two thousand plus two thousand. Nebraska has been playing terrible. You know they 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 uh, they you know screwed up against Minnesota last week. But, you know, well, I don't know. And Casey Thompson, I think Casey Thompson is doubtful for this game again. So you're relying on a Chubba Purdy to to uh, lead, a backup Chubba Purdy to lead them <laughs> to victory. I don't know. That's I think it's a little uh, doubtful right. that we see that. It all sounds like the under to me. I hope that Michigan doesn't score 48 by themselves. Basically. 
All right. Next one, this juggernaut of northwestern Minnesota. Is that where we're at next? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Oh, okay. We're going to Happy Valley. Uh Maryland is a 10-point underdog over under 59.5. Going to play Penn State. Don't bet this game and watch Alabama versus Ole Miss. (laughs) Like, just, just do a wellness check on yourself if you're betting Maryland, Penn State. Like, just. Well. Oh well, for you. Oh no, I've got a bet for you. (laughs) If 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 you don't like any of the numbers on like just the main screen, you go ahead and click into that game and you go to the first quarter. And I want you to put some money on uh, Penn State uh, on the first quarter. They they're six point favorites in the first half right now. In the first half against Maryland, six-point favorites. That is juicy to me. I love that. Five and a half. Um, five and a half first quarter plus one hundred five. I know, and, and and that one's fine. And I think you can. I think you can take that. But I six-point first half is just a delicious nugget right there. I think they're three and zero in their last three games and first half spreads. They're playing really well in the first half. Maryland, not so much. They're not. They're not a great first half team. I don't like the game, but six point first half spread for Penn State just kind of seems automatic. And if you lose it, you blame the and, game. I'm not, not going to bet that. I'm going to bet the five and a half and get plus money. Well, th- that's the only thing is I think that's fair. I, it's not quite as tasty, but uh, it, I mean, it's tastier, but it's not quite as uh, easy, I don't think. But, also, um, it looks like that one, and this probably goes for all first quarter or a lot of first quarters. You can probably shop that around. Uh, looks like I see a book as low as three on that on the first quarter. If you can so, get it at three, automatic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously so your juice uh, isn't going to be as good, but yeah, I think you're. I, I think those first quarters are probably more susceptible to that than anything. The having some variance in the lines, but yeah. So that's a little nugget, anyway. All right, Gookin, we're at your game, the game you want to talk about, the game that you've been raging to discuss. Northwestern goes to Minnesota, seven and a half point underdog, over under 41. <laughs> Northwestern <laughs> unders have burnt me. So I hope you heard that sigh, because I yeah. want to bet the over here, because I just don't trust Northwestern to stop Minnesota. This screams 35-7. Does it? You want to bet that under and hope that? I don't want to bet anything on this, man. I Dude. <laughs> I have been so far off on trying to, like, gauge what Minnesota is going to do. And, like, I don't know. I, I Unless Gukin has some great trend or we find something that makes me believe one way or the other, I don't love any of the totals or the spread. No, because the, uh, I mean, in this game, Northwestern, the under, or Northwestern Minnesota, under has hit six of the last seven. I don't um, trust Northwestern unders right now. They can't stop anybody. Well, that's the problem is the total's gone over on Northwest, four of Northwestern's last five road games. So, no, there's really nothing here. Minnesota is so, like, unpredictable at this point. And Northwestern is just bad, but they're also Northwestern. There's they're a Pat Fitzgerald coach team. Like, I don't know. I would probably lean Northwestern just because 17 and a half is three quite positions. a bit. 
like that's quite a bit in a divisional game this late in the season when everybody in the West is kind of the same, but I don't like it. So uh, 17 and a half, if you can get it at that though, I think that's a, probably a decent bet uh, for Northwestern to cover that. But yeah, I just, I don't have any confidence in it. So uh, maybe Jake, any on this one before we move on? No, we're good. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to contaminate me. Is what he's saying. I just like this. Like, get it away from me. Yep. Uh, speaking of the Big Ten West, Wisconsin travels to Iowa City. I can't believe we missed this game. Uh, Iowa is a one and a half one underdog over under thirty-five. Thirty-five. This is not my sicko under. Oh my god! Don't like it. I don't like this being a sicko because it's too. As Jake is like knows, like last few weeks, it's too mainstream. You cannot bet two teams that it might be one the Big Ten West as your sicko. Like it's just the sicko needs to be against two teams that like a few thousand people are watching. Like I get that, I get that, but it it would be my sicko under of the week. We're gonna get to uh, my sicko. Well, I will I will say this. I'm betting the over in this not, game. Well, that's fine because it is disgustingly low. But I was gone under in four of their last five home games. And when they are home underdogs, they're seven and two on the under since 2015. So when you're a home underdog and Iowa is a weird team this year, but they seem to have momentum, home underdog, November game, they probably win this game is is what it comes down to and with that i think you have to trust the under because they're going to gross up the game prevent wisconsin from scoring and it's, it's going to be low scoring and probably like a 14 to 13 type of game i think so i think the I th- if if you're going to bet this either way i think it is what do you decide that Iowa has somewhat turned it around and can be kind of competent on offense or not? If Iowa is going to be able to be semi-competent on offense, the under scares me and they will win. If they're not, I don't really know if they're going to win, but the the game's going to go under. Cuz I don't think they're giving up points to Wisconsin. You just said that you just said so you just said that so both unders hit some both the things you said. No, if Iowa scores points, it'll go over. We said Iowa. Think... You said Iowa wins, they'll go under. Then we said they don't win, they're going to go under. That's not what I meant. I meant if if their offense looks competent, I think they they push the the total over. That's why I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, Wisconsin's defense is fine. They are they're like a top. I don't know, six defense in the Big Ten probably right now, which isn't I'm right now, I'm betting the out money line this game. They're going to win this game. Oh, yeah. That's that's a fine bet. That's a fine bet. But I don't know. If if you think Iowa wins it, in my opinion, I think it goes under two. The universe is going to make it so the Ferences win, either win out or win most of them. So that way they can be like just shove it in our faces that they're right and we were always wrong. 
Oh, they'll go two and one to finish the season for sure. But I mean, a seven and five season's not going to get you the Big Ten West at this point. Illinois has got too much sure? of a lead on it. Uh, I'm pretty sure. How do I bet a How do I bet a first quarter tie? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Honestly, I don't think Illinois has that big a lead because I think Illinois is going to lose this weekend. Anyway. Well, well, okay. So, uh, what is the first quarter total for Wisconsin Iowa? Is it seven? Uh, I just had it open, but that know. is some uh, seven. It is seven. Oof, that's some sweaty. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. If it was seven and a half, I might bet it under, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's kind of gross. That's worst case scenario, it pushes then, if that's what you think, right? <laughs> bet it. Honestly, that's not a bad bet. If you might were be my favorite home, bet on that game. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you were sitting at home thinking, I have to bet Iowa-Wisconsin, and you're just like, let's get something nasty, under seven first quarter. That is a great, nasty bet. All right. On to future Big 12 family member. I am bypassing New Mexico Air Force under under 37 for my sicko. So I'm picking a sicko in which you want to watch the game. It's on television. So UCF is a one-half point underdog at Tulane. 54 and a half is a total. Do you mean the Tulane? I think Tulane's going to win this game. Actually, I'm going to take the Tulane money line. Minus 115. I think they win the game. Oh, yeah, I, I I think I would lean that way. Home team, they've been good. Man, they just they just cover too this year. Eight and one, eight and eight and one overall. Eight and one the last ten, obviously. Four and one home. Six and one as a favorite. I mean, UCF's been pretty decent, but not not good like that against the spread. So that was what I wrote down was to take take uh two lane minus one and a half maybe the over I don't know if I feel great about that but I, yeah I feel the same way uh this is kind of a like decent it's actually a good game I I think I think it will actually be oh, yeah. a fun game to watch so um hard hard to gauge though I think they're too like pretty good uh, group of five teams. Uh, and I think the line represents it pretty well. So uh, I don't think I really have a good bet here. I probably am cheering for Tulane just because I think they're fun, but that's, yeah, that's, that's about all I got, honestly. I think, yeah, I think when you're talking to pretty good group, group of five teams, I just lean the home team. If you, if you exactly. got something that's kind of just where I lay on it. Yep. All right, um, K State goes to Baylor. They're a two and a half pointer dog over under three and a half. <sighs> Erling tells you to bet K State. Everything tells you to bet K State. Yeah, I hate K State, so I'm gonna bet Baylor to cover two and a half. And I hate myself. Yeah, I think. I think the line. Um, I mean, I, I understand it's at Baylor. I think the line is is one of those where some people might look at it and go, "Really?" I think Baylor might be kind of back, um, back to what we thought they should be or were going to be. Um, I, that's that's where I, I want to go with it. I, I don't really have a lot to support it. Um, I just think kind of feeling out and watch it, watching what they're doing. I, I like Baylor. I don't think. 
I think Kansas State's just kind of riding high. Um, I don't think I think they're maybe a little bit inflated, and I th- but I think that's why you see Baylor still being favored. So, yeah, analytically, I uh, Kansas State is they have been really good lately, and so it's hard for me to want to bet Baylor, even though it's a home game for Baylor. I would say Kansas State money line. Not that I want to bet that. But I think that's like value-wise probably the play. Uh, I think it will literally be like come down to the last drive. I, I think this will be a incredibly close game. So if you want to watch fun football, I would recommend this game. If you want to watch a game that you have a comfortable bet, do not put money on this game because I think it will be decided. It could be a backdoor cover by somebody. Uh but I would I would put money line Kansas State if I'm going to make a bet. You know what I'm going to do, and I'm skipping ahead. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to do the Baylor Texas money line at plus one thirty seven, half unit on that. So I think Texas is going to be TCU, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. All right. Before we get there, though, Kansas is three and a half point underdog at Tech. Over on the 64 and a half. I'm the over. Blind bet the over. It's going to hit. That's what everybody likes, apparently. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the the numbers on the season would tell you that, that the over is probably the play. Um, I don't think I really like anything a whole lot on the game, but... Yeah, yeah no, there, there, th- there's there's a decent amount of just people betting on Kansas to cover three and a half too. So I I don't know. I'll have I'll have to see how I feel about that as we get closer to the game. I think I'd bet Kansas honestly. I think uh, they obviously had their time in the spotlight and then what lost three straight games or something like that. And I think they have still proven in those losses and then winning last week that they are still good. They did. They, they aren't still Kansas. And I think a lot of people are kind of going, Oh, they reverted back to being Kansas. I don't think that's true. And tech three and a half. I don't trust tech at this point. They are, they have regressed in the past five games or so. Um, not a lot. They're still a decent team, but three and a half. I think I have to take Kansas just with uh, the hook there. Um, Maybe the better half unit money line is uh, is K State in Kansas. I, mean, that's... I don't know if I, oh, it's it's tough. I like I don't know if I love Kansas money line. I mean, value wise, sure, but like I would take the three and a half right now. I don't know if I take the money line. Okay. But if you want to sprinkle it for a parlay, it's not a horror. That's what I'm saying like it kind of much. all right. All right, so the biggest game of the Big 12 this week is TCU versus Texas. TCU is currently a seven-point underdog, over under 65. This is where you can't trust the trends because when Gary Patterson was a coach at TCU, he owned Texas. He was like 6-2 and two straight up. I don't know the ATS thing. Like, like we go to trends now, you can't trust them because Gary Patterson is now like the uh, defensive specialist at Texas. Everyone loves Texas here. Which is frustrating. As a Big Twelve fan, where we want TCU to like run the table, unless we spoil it, you know. I'm 
probably going to bet Texas. I think you're going to win by more than seven. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I think I'll just play the over. Um, I'm not. I, I. I think the that line is what it is for a reason. Um, they're begging, begging people to bet on TCU. Um, and I really want to. I want to believe that TCU is going to beat Texas, um, which obviously <laughs> covers. But, yeah, I think they just score points. Like, that's kind of what TCU's done. They've given up points, and they've had to come back, and they've scored. I don't know if it actually gets over, but that's what I I think it's probably going to get pretty close. Um, I think – Texas is good enough that they, yeah. The if if TCU is going to be even close, um, which I guess ten points is maybe close. I don't know. I, I'm just going to bet it, maybe watch it, and hope hope that it's a thirty to forty game, one way or the other. Yeah, really, really tough game to try to nail down. Both teams, like in their last five, three or five games, have been playing top 10 level football like nationally who do you even choose in that type of matchup home team probably seven points though is like exactly where you're like okay well that's it's like the middle ground there so i think i would rather bet tcu here honestly uh on the spread and probably sprinkle a little money line because i mean they're the number four team in the college football playoff right now and yeah, but they still got Baylor. Of... Who do they got? Baylor, Kansas State, and Texas. And no, very quick. Well, but but the thing is, they are that good. Like they they are like top ten worthy. And so to be seven point underdogs, I would probably sprinkle something on the money line for TCU. I I'm not confident. I think this will be a very good game. But yeah, I do kind of fear the Texas win here, and maybe maybe even kind of a strong Texas win. But I don't know. Just from a betting perspective, I think I'd bet TCU. I'm there too. I, I don't know what to do. But I'm there too. I'm just scared. It's it, it. I know it's different. It screams the like Tennessee Georgia. I know Texas isn't Georgia, but it's like you know one team is ranked higher than the other, but they're a touchdown plus uh, you know underdog. I, I agree with you. I really do believe that TCU can do it. I don't think I want to bet it, so that's why I just stay away from the spread. What's that's next? Fair. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's next? Um, yeah. Dude, what's next? Hit that goddamn flyover noise. North Carolina. He's a three and a half point underdog way first. Over under is 77 and a half. There is a higher over under, but we are in a list of higher voters. So. That's what our Twitter voters gave us. So. Wow. I. <laughs> Last year's game was 55 to 54. Oh my goodness. Everything, everything screams take the under here. Like everything. I'm literally taking the under in the other one that was close in this pool. Is one my cash crops. Hmm. That's, that's so many points. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. This is we have. I have time to change my mind, right? Like this is. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna make any of us lock it in. But I, I got. I got a stat here. Let me find it. It's 
Where did I find that sucker at? The funny thing is, is like there's no good, at least on the season, there's no good lean. I mean, you have the head-to-heads. Their last, the last two have been in the 50s for each team. All right, so here's, here's, what, here's, here's where we sit at. The under, in the last 15 games, that's gone over the, the total is over 75, is 11 and 4. Yeah. I don't want to take the, I, the under is what my body wants me to take here. But I'm, yeah. Like the other game that's in the 70s is that UCLA game. I'm taking the under in that. So I don't think Arizona can score with them. Right. Here's here's something to just to consider. Uh, mean, point totals. You're you're making this goddamn statement also, sir. Well, I I mean I want to take the under, but since 2003, totals of 77. If, if the total is 77, it there is have been happen. there have been 15 games. The over has gone eight and seven in those games with an average total of 81.3. So. Uh-huh. No, it's not helpful at all because it's right on the precipice, right? You know, right on the edge, eight and seven. I, I think it. I think it evens out to eight and eight in this game because I, I I'm going to take the under. But man, I am <laughs> much. So easily. I, I I am much more confident in the over in this game than in the UCLA Arizona game, which is at seventy eight. So, well, so you're going over, huh? We'll see how tomorrow hits. When I, when I <laughs> okay. All I'll right. Tell you yeah. what. I've had some Cody, Cody Rose tonight, so like <laughs> tomorrow's a different. All piece. right. It's let's yeah. We'll move on. We're we'll debate that, and I'll go opposite of you tomorrow. It's fine. Oh great, cool, 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 cool. You're a bad friend. What else? We're on to. Are we on to the others of the week that we like or want to talk about now? No, sir, you haven't got my sicko yet. All right. Even though you say I can't, there's like two games lower than this, so many games lower than this. So I, I, I we, think you've earned the right to do whatever the hell you want. All right. So the sicko under is San Jose State, San Diego State, 9.30 tomorrow night, on Saturday night. Over under is 41 and a half. That's my sicko under. It's a 9.30 kick. Uh, it's the opposite of the Boise State game, opposite of the Arizona game. As much as I want to bet this to go under on the Navy game and the mm-hmm. Iowa game, you cannot just make the oh. sickle under like the sickle under is not just the lowest score of the week. It's a game which I'm pretty sure San Diego State has his, his third string quarterback. Right, right well, now they are a sicko team. Right, absolutely. Oh, this is the the numbers on the season for these teams for this are fantastic. So against the over. Two and six and three and six overall, right. away and home. So this game, one and two, one and four, favorite and underdog, two and five, two and two. That's what I'm like, saying. Like everything a, is saying under. It's a gross game. I don't want my sickle under getting like just like hidden in those two thirty kicks. I like it. So I wish we had Shantez here who discuss this Hawaii game. Get a Hawaii drop, <laughs> like blind bet the under or something. Basically, no, the under didn't hit last week. I know. I woke up to not being happy. 
Yeah, I watched that game. Watch <laughs> I will say the last three games of this Saturday slate, which is that San Diego State game, Boise State, Nevada, and then Utah State, Hawaii. Those are that is a sicko slate right there. Like that is like you've got Arizona UCLA at like kicking off with San Diego State and San Jose State. And you, those are two opposite games. You Just, had a you had a sicko under first half game in your in your trends here. Where's it hiding at? Boy, all while you're finding that this that Utah State at Hawaii game, these teams on the total talking about butting the under. Uh, overall, two and seven, three and seven uh, away home, uh, one and three, one and four favorite underdog, zero oh and four, three and six. So. Everything in that game also is saying just bet the under. Yeah, I, mean, I will that's, say this. that's at fifty-two and a half. You get it. You at least get some points. Some points there, but I will say this about uh, San Diego State, San Jose State. I know you're going to take the under there. Take. I'm taking San Jose State. Uh, San Diego State is zero and four against the spread as a home favorite this season. So they have. They are bad at home. And with this being kind of a sleepy kick, I I think it's I think it's gross. Take San Jose That's State. That's why I like, like the sicko under is like it's not just the under. It's like it's the environment in which you're watching the game. Yep, I think I think you could you could almost parlay both. You could do a San Jose State money line and the under for like the truly sickoist uh, type of bet. <laughs> well, you know we'll see how your how your bets are going. Come uh I'm sorry, Saturday night. All right. Um, Wildcard. What's our first time in over an hour? I I feel bad. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't have a lot that I absolutely wanted to. I'm looking at right now. So we have we have Georgia versus Mississippi State. Uh, Georgia's a 16 16 point favorite. Don't want to bet it. Bama, Ole Miss, eleven and a half. That's the one I want to talk about. All right, so LSU Arkansas is another one I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll discuss those two games. So we'll start with Bama Ole Miss. So Kiffin has been pretty good covering spread versus uh, Bama. It all comes down if you think Bama was just pissed off enough. That's where I'm at on that. That was part of why I marked this game down. I don't actually know if I enjoy betting anything on this game. But I'm insanely intrigued to see what happens. Does does, does Saban and that team come out and play pissed off and put it to Ole Miss? Or do they come out and show that they're not the the dominant team that they have been? And, you know, struggle might be a little bit of a strong word, but, you know, only win by 10 or less or something like that. I don't see it. I, I mean, when has Saban ever shown to be that guy? I, I, I don't know I how you can take anything other than Alabama here. And if if they don't cover, then this is the worst Alabama team in since 2006. 2000. They're dead. They're so, awful. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like, what, 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 what are they? So, yeah, I think you have to bet Alabama just on principle here. I think that's probably where I'd fall to. I'm more intrigued by the game just in general than I actually like anything on it. That's why I had it marked. That's what these often are for me is like intriguing things that we wouldn't normally talk about. All right. So I'm also on the the LSU Arkansas game. 
Yeah. Give me Arkansas. That's kind of where I fall on that too, I think, is <clears throat> I don't know if I actually believe that LSU is that good. I think it might be a bit of a letdown. Uh, I think I would logically bet, uh, I think, at three and a half, three. Um, I might play the money line just to have some fun with it. I don't know if there's anything that actually would say that that's smart, but I think it's a bit of a letdown coming off that, that win last week. Yeah, I mean, that's that screams hangover game. Uh, the way that LSU won that game, too, is just kind of like, oh, my gosh, what kind of what kind of energy are you going to come out with after that kind of game? And it's on the road, screams hangover, and in some ways that scares me. But at the same time, it's like, no, I don't, I don't trust – that LSU is as good as they uh, look to be right now. Uh, so I'd, I'd have to bet Arkansas on this also, one. Also screen sprinkle the Arkansas money line. Ozzie. It would be hilarious if LSU wins this, loses this game now. Beats oh, I 100% agree. I think, I think the, that covers the two that I really – yeah, really wanted to talk about maybe Clemson, the Clemson game, but I don't really, I don't, I don't really like. I'd much rather like try to convince people like bet the Notre Dame Navy under a three nine and a half. <laughs> so yeah, I I think I'm good though. Yeah, I mean, it's our the only. Block. Go ahead, Jake. Alex, Alex, sorry. Whoa, you had a fifty fifty shot. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say I would say the uh, purple in that LSU Arkansas game. If you think it's going to be close, I think you bet the under just because LSU coming off a win, I think they're two and four or something like that uh, on the under or on the over two and four. Uh, So it would probably go under just in that, in that case and being on the road, if Arkansas is going to win, I would, I would imagine it's kind of a grinded out game. So I don't know. I almost like the under more than I like Arkansas, but It'll be a fun game regardless, I think. It's probably fair. The under has hit four of the last five games, six of the last eight between these two teams. So, but also, that being said, the over is 7-2 in Arkansas games this year. So, it's a rock and a hard place, right? Yeah, I think I'm, <clears throat> I think I would just be, whether it's the under or Arkansas, I would just be assuming it's going to be a hangover game and maybe it's both of them, but whichever one you like more, I'd pick that. We good to go. Anything else? Hit that music. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Gukin for joining us again. Yeah. We'll have to lo- we have to lock on. you down on the flyover. You're one and oh, we'll, so we'll see if you can get yeah, to you, it. You, or not. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. Well, no, I'm uh, worried. I'm on the end now. I've convinced myself. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll lock that in tomorrow and, and see what you think. So, perfect. Thanks, guys. See you, Ted. Thanks. Later.